Hey, it's Finn, and if you've been listening to 680 for long, you know that I'm a big fan of Audi Atlanta. That's where I got my Audi Q8 e-tron, which I absolutely love. And it's the only dealership I would recommend to my friends and my family. And here's why. For one, Audi Atlanta has a great selection of luxury vehicles. They helped me find the exact SUV I was looking for, and the purchase was super easy. A fully transparent experience catered to me. The same experience they provide all their customers And here's one more reason that makes Audi Atlanta so special. During the month of April, Audi Atlanta will make a donation to Enduring Hearts for every vehicle sold. Thanks to the efforts of Enduring Hearts, children with heart transplants are living longer and healthier lives. Get the Audi you've always wanted while supporting a great cause. To learn more about Enduring Hearts and to view our current specials, visit AudiAtlanta.com. To start or complete your entire purchase online or shop Audi Atlanta in person like I did on Peachtree Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Together, we have the power to make positive changes that could last a lifetime. Live from the Biscuit Barn and coming is the Buck Baloo Show here on the fan 680 and 93.7. Harper's got us set up and ready to go today. Our roadshow engineer, DT back in the studio, our producer, and our engineer, DT, doing two jobs today at 680 The Fan, and we appreciate that. Now, I'm in the Christmas spirit. Hope you are, too. But I've got to say, that locker room show that gets us started in the morning, they've got three hours to tell everybody Merry Christmas. So they're three minutes late. They're cutting no. into my show. Really, one hour to do my show, 42 minutes of content, and Fenneran and John Michaels run three minutes late. What's up with that? Appreciate you hanging out. And the crowd here at the Biscuit Barn is getting the best breakfast in town, by the way. I've had my biscuits and sausage gravy. Harper, what you have today? What'd you grab in there this morning? Hey, yeah, I had the uh, platter. I had a little bit of everything. The platter? Yeah. yeah. Can't beat that. Uh, thank goodness my family's showing up today to see the show. And want to thank everybody here at the Biscuit Barn. Enjoying the best breakfast in town. Flattery! Final show of the year for me. And we're going to try to make it the best show. So, DT, let's get it started. Bucks. Take. All right, the first of two national signing days has come and gone with the Georgia Bulldogs making the most of it. Most all of the blue chip and four and five star high school football players have signed with the school of their choice. Coach Kirby Smart's Georgia Bulldogs cashed in with the number one rated class, which includes 28 new players. And so relieved that the Bulldogs have gotten rid of the Buford curse. The curse, yeah, of never signing any of the Buford high players. Well, that has disappeared with the flipping of K.J. Bolden, who signed with the Dogs on Wednesday. Twelve of the 28 signees are line of scrimmage players. And let me tell you, as a former quarterback, that is a wonderful thing when you see the team loading up With six offensive linemen and six defensive linemen, Georgia looking to win the battle on the line of scrimmage. And in the SEC, that is so, so important. 
And that, uh, that cafeteria they've got on campus might want to reload with the food with those 12 guys coming in. Now, the class also included top rated, the top-rated linebacker in high school and also one of the top ten rated running backs and quarterbacks in this year's class. Make a note, Georgia's last three recruiting classes have been rated nationally one, two, and three. Carson Beck is coming back to lead the way. More talent will be added in the transfer portal. Merry Christmas, Georgia fans. The joyride for the Bulldog Nation is set to continue in 2024. Thank you, Buck. And there you go. There's the big, the big take today. Brought to you by Daco Systems Heating and Air for your HVAC repair. Contact locally owned Daco Systems at dacosystems.com. Keeping Atlanta comfortable one home at a time. I'm not sure Kirby in this uh, Bulldog recruiting class, I'm not sure they've got any room for anybody else coming up the 1st of February, the traditional signing period, because of all the damage they did on Wednesday. Most of the publicity out there seemed to be about Dylan Rayola flipping, uh, leaving uh, the Georgia commitment behind and then Who? signing with the Nebraska Cornhuskers. But uh, I think the real story is who did sign. Ellis Robinson, that number one rated cornerback in the country. Uh, the top rated linebacker, Justin Williams. Of course, uh, the, the quarterback I'm really high on, Ryan Puglisi who never wavered in his commitment to Georgia, even when Dylan Rayola was talking about signing with Georgia. And uh, broke down uh, Puglisi during the last week uh, of shows that we had here on the fan. He's polished. He's well-rounded. He's got arm talent. He's tough. He's loyal. That comes into play. Decisive with his decision-making. I think more athletic than Rayola. Watching the highlight reel, Saw a spin move that he had in there, escaping pressure in the pocket. Uh, really uh, football, high football IQ with his decision-making, work ethic. People brag on that, confident and humble. Puglisi already on campus practicing with the Georgia Bulldogs, getting ready for that Orange Bowl. All right, uh, got some things popping out there. Let's get to it. Let's find out what's popping. What's popping as, uh, have you heard the hot rumor that's been spreading around the Deep South the last week? The hot rumor. Get ready for this. Wait for it. Wait for it. The Falcons are interested in Kirby Smart. <laughs> the coffee shop is buzzing. <laughs> Would Kirby Smart make the jump to the NFL and be the Falcons' next head coach? Well, no is the answer to that question. That's not happening. Now, there might be a few of you that are thinking, why not? Why would Kirby not go to the National Football League? Well, let me count three reasons for you, three reasons why. Number one... Mr. Blank is not going to pay Kirby more than the $10.7 million a year that he's getting at Georgia. Rise up! Mr. Blank's not cutting a check for that annually. 
Come on, man. So that's reason number one. Number two. Kirby has no interest in becoming the head coach at one of the most dysfunctional organizations in all of sports. I'm and we're talking and football and baseball and basketball and boxing and UFC and soccer. Harper, what other professional sports are out there? No, I, think I, miss you, I, I, no, I think you got them all. All right. Well, the Falcons have got to be one of the most dysfunctional organizations in all of sports. Why would Kirby want to be a part of that? Number three. Kirby Smart is smart enough to realize his God-given talent is more conducive to leading college-age players than it is to try to lead grown men at the pro level. I mean, uh, didn't Nick Saban try this, Harper, down in Miami with the Dolphins? He, how long did he stay? Boy, he cut his tail back in college football in a hurry. Now, some of these coaches, they, they've got to learn the hard way. I think Coach Smart is smarter than that. He knows his place, his skill set, his talents are better leading the teenage kid than some spoiled, rotten, high-paid, professional, grown man that wants to do things his way. Kirby Smart's not going to the Falcons, so you can quit with that right now. How about them dogs? You tell them, Kirby. Speaking of the Falcons... We're coming back on the other side as we get started today, talking about Arthur Smith, the head coach for the Falcons, a troubling analytics report coming down over the weekend I wanted to share with you. We are live from Fagan's Biscuit Barn and coming today, yes, and it is one of the coffee shops, if you were wondering. They've been around 17 years here on Peachtree Parkway serving the best breakfast and lunch in town. I want to invite you to come on by. We've got a book signing coming up after the show ends at 11. Merry Christmas, everybody. You're listening to the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. 680 The Fan, Atlanta's holiday station, is proud to present the Christmas hits of Buck Baloo. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire, silent night, holy night. Yes, you'll get Buck's entire collection, including these favorites. Have a holly jolly Christmas, it's the best time of the year. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Call now and get a bonus disc. Chuck Oliver sings disco hits absolutely free. Dancing queen. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. And that's coming from the Baloo family and everybody here at 680 The Fan. Have a Merry Christmas, everyone. To order Buck Baloo Sings Christmas hits, call 404-231-1680. That's 404-231-1680 with rush delivery available for Christmas. Now, Buck, these are still available? 
we've been yeah, pushing the these. Christmas CD okay. is still available. I'm a little surprised we've still got some of those left. I feel like it's been a couple of years, so yeah. Yeah. Hey, we are broadcasting live and coming today at Fagan's Biscuit Barn, one of the great breakfast and lunch spots here in the city of Atlanta, one of my favorite coffee shops here in metro Atlanta. Got a lot of Bulldog fans with us today eating some good breakfast this morning. We've got Harper here giving away some nice prizes for showing up to see the show today. Harper, do we have a winner? Yeah, we're going to give away this 680 to fan umbrella as well as the T-shirt together. So the winner of the umbrella and the 680 to fan T-shirt is Devin. Is Devin in the house? All right, that Devin, the Devin. big winner here. Congratulations, Devin. It's sort of like Hannity throwing out those footballs on the TV show. And he gets an hour, too. All right, we, uh, we're getting ready for Tech football tonight, by the way. Tech and the Gasparilla Bowl, I think they're calling it. Yep. Yep. Taking on UCF. My lovely wife went to UCF, so we're, we're going to be checking that one out tonight. Pre-game right here on 680 The Fan at 430. We're the home of the Jackets, believe it or not. Kickoff, I believe they, uh, they say toe meets leather. Coming up at 630 tonight right here on The Fan. Hey, let's talk a little Falcons football. The Dirty Birds are in our blood. And guys like Buck know what's happening in the huddle. Let's dive into Falcons football on The Fan. All right, Falcons and Colts on Sunday, 1 o'clock kickoff on Fox. Colts coming in here. They are uh, playing some really good football, by the way. Uh, Only the 49ers over the last six games are playing at a higher level than the Colts. Colts 5-1 and one over the last six. 49ers 6-0. and oh. Nobody's playing better than those two teams. So are you thinking the Falcons are going to win this weekend, Harper? I wouldn't put my money on it. Um, I, I just don't. This is the games we win, though, when we're supposed to lose and then it hurts our draft positioning. These are the games we'll typically will sneak well, with up. Well, the Saints win. losing last night, it yeah. puts you right back in the hunt for that final what? spot. The, let me get this straight. The Falcons in the playoffs. <laughs> but not only does it put you back in the playoff hunt, it puts you back in position to possibly win the division. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh please, Harper. You're making me laugh this morning. Hey, I ran into this over the weekend. I actually uh, did some show prep. I know a lot of guys in this this business. Believe it or not, there's some guys that just show up and they go on the air. They hadn't done any preparation for the show. I'm not going to name any names. But we were doing some show prep last night. And I ran across this on social media. Patent analytics. You know, analytics are very big in sports now. Rated out all 32 offensive coordinators and play callers in the National Football League. So 32 teams. And we've got our head coach is also our offensive coordinator and game planner and play caller, Arthur Smith. And do you know where Peyton Analytics had Arthur Smith rated? Last. Number 32. And get a load of this. The number 31 offensive coordinator 
Arthur Smith was twice as bad as the number 31 guy. You can't make this stuff up, Harper. Arthur Smith rated as the worst play caller in the National Football League. His conservative, old-school, run-first, counterculture scheme is almost laughable at this point. It really is. I mean, it is so bad, we're, we're just shaking our heads all the time. Now, I've got a couple of reasons why uh, the, Arthur Blank and the Falcons need to fire Art and do it immediately, please. Gone. And here's the number one reason why, and it relates to him being the worst play caller in football. He does not get the ball to his playmakers. So we're talking about the highest paid, the highest drafted players. Don't touch the ball enough. Now, I don't know how he explains this to Arthur Blank on Mondays when he's got to sit down with the boss and and review what happened in the game. I don't know how, how he explains this to Mr. Blank. I mean, a prime example is this running back we took in the first round out of Texas. Bajon Robinson is totally mismanaged and underutilized. Now, he was the highest drafted running back in the last five years. Saquon Barkley was the last one rated that high or uh, drafted that high. So, Bajon Robinson touched the ball eight times last week in Charlotte. Eight times! You can't make it up. Only th three times this season. Bajon, who started the year as Bijan, but ended the year now as uh, Bajon, his mom stepped up and told us how we should be pronouncing that. Only three games has he touched it 20 or more times. Three. And how about this? Tyler Algier, the other running back, has touched the football twice as many times in the red zone as Bajon. Harper, can you explain this? Because Arthur Smith, during that hiring process, he was portrayed as one of the smartest red zone game planners and play callers in the NFL. <laughs> and yet Algiers is touching it twice as many times as Bajon. You know when you go into a job interview, and you interview well, and your resume looks great. Yeah, I know how to work Microsoft Outlook. Yeah, I know how to work Microsoft PowerPoint. Good, you got the job. First day on the job, you're looking at the computer. I don't know what the hell I'm looking at. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And now you're overwhelmed because now you're sweating bullets. That's Arthur Smith. All right. Well, uh, here's the second reason. They need to fire Art today, which they're not going to do, by the way. <laughs> Arthur was able to convince Arthur. So you got Smith convincing Blank during the interview process that he could win with Desmond Ritter as his quarterback. Now, Ritter has six red zone turnovers this season. That leads the National Football League. Nobody's turned it over more than Desmond Ritter. Ritter in 16 starts, has 14 fumbles, sacked 40 times, and leads the entire NFL quarterback room with turnovers. He's number one. He is the best at turning the ball over. Awful, in a word. And, Buck, you know what the key to his turnovers are. 
in the NFL, well, see, he's still working on college time where you can make one read, look, stare down your receiver and force the ball to him. In the NFL, defenders are too smart. If you're staring down your receiver, they're following your eyes in the NFL. He has a problem looking off receivers and going to his next read. Yeah, thanks. Why he throws so many interceptions. I mean, he's really good at staring down the primary receiver. He's really good at forcing the ball into tight spots. I mean, he's the best at turning the ball over. Nobody's negative, better than Ritter. Negative, negative, Now, I've got a couple of reasons why Arthur Blank will not fire Arthur Smith. I would have already cut him loose. In fact, I wouldn't have hired him. I mean, and I don't understand the counterculture thing. Because everybody in the NFL is throwing the football but us. And we're the only team trying to bully people. Which, uh, you know, it's just crazy. But here are the two reasons why Mr. Blank will not fire Arthur Smith. And there can only be these two reasons. Number one, Mr. Blank does not want to, he, he does not want to admit that he was wrong. I mean, there's reason number one right there. Mr. Blank doesn't want to tell everybody that he was wrong again with the head coaching hiring position. And Lord knows he's been wrong. He's been wrong like every single time except for Mike Smith, who turned out to be a wonderful head coach. Positive, positive, positive. He just doesn't want to admit that he was wrong again. Or the only other legitimate reason that they won't fire Arthur Smith is they're not trying to win. <clears throat> and the folks here at the, the Fagan's Biscuit Bar are saying, what? He doesn't want to win? Well, let me explain. Say what? <laughs> yeah, say what? <laughs> Look, in the NFL, you got these owners. They're making money without even winning. I mean, you can lose and make money in the National Football League. So you get some owners that say, you know, we're going to pretend to say, we're going to pretend like we're trying to win, but we're really not because we're already making money. It's called revenue share. Yeah, yeah. So it's got to be one of those two. Maybe it's both reasons. Don't want to admit I'm wrong again. And we're already making a ton of money. Why would we win? But, but also, the Falcons did one of the more unorthodox things as well. You hired your head coach before you hired your GM and Terry Fonda. Well, yeah, and that, in the first segment, as I was talking about, Kirby Smart is not going to take a job with an organization that has uh, that is hiring a head coach before they hire the general manager. Talk about dysfunctional. I mean, that, that leads the way right there on how dysfunctional they are up there. All right, let's lighten the move. Uh, DT's ready with the top five. We're going to get Ted. The best in college football and the NFL. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, two, one. Top 5, presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. All right, DT, look, school's out. I don't know why you're going to test me with a pop quiz. It today. never stops here on the Buck Blue Show, Buck. we got to keep you on your toes. 
little jealousy. Right, I'm going to repeat the question so everybody here at the coffee shop at Fagan's Biscuit Barn can hear what you're asking. All right, sure. I hope everybody's right. having a great time out there. Merry Christmas, everybody. Well, I'll tell you that, that sauce's biscuit gravy oh, is just unbelievable. Oh, nothing like a good biscuit. And the tater tots. Woo! All right, Buck, that's enough. I, I'm, you're getting me hungry. Uh, let's get into this top five. I, I don't know if this is news or not, Buck. The big meeting down in Tallahassee, Florida State. Um, challenge of you things. Anything going to come out of this meeting? What will we learn? All right, so you're asking me what will transpire in that big meeting down in Tallahassee this morning at Florida State. Big meeting at Florida State today. Anything coming where, out of this? Where they've got the board of trustees showing up, and they're going to be in this expensive boardroom. And, boy, that yeah. that boardroom's going to be impressive. Sounds important. They've got art on the wall that is worth hundreds of thousands <laughs> of dollars. That, that boardroom table desk is going to be awesome. Those men are going to be in custom-fitted suits. And you know what the deal is? Is these board of trustees and all of Florida State and the Seminole fan base, they, their emotions are still running high about going undefeated, winning the ACC, and getting shut out of the college football playoffs. Hey, do you blame them? And so what's happening are these, the, the board of trustees are trying to come up with a way they can get out of the ACC. And that's what they'll be trying to do today. These, uh, they, they brought in some high-powered attorneys, and they are trying to come up with a legitimate way to get out of the ACC because the ACC TV contract is lousy when you compare it to the SEC and the Big Ten. I mean, the ACC... They are making $30 million less per team annually than the teams in the SEC and Big Ten. Now, that's big money. And also, Florida State has got to come out with a way they don't have to pay the $120 million exit fee to get out of the ACC. So, look, emotions are running high. You can't blame them for that. And I can't wait to see if they can come up with a legitimate reason to come join the SEC, which is really where Clemson and Florida State should be anyway. Yeah, it sounds like in that ACC. North Carolina might be on that list, too, from what we hear. We wonder if, if yeah. Florida North State is. North Carolina, and that's a basketball school. Hey, they, they play some football out there. Yeah, they've been pretty well. Sometimes. Don't man. ask that NC State coach that. He called <laughs> him a bad name. That was, yeah, I thought that was that was not a good look, but we'll move on, Buck. Yeah, speaking of good and the bad, Buck, drop something hot and something cold on us. All right, so you're asking me to drop something sports-related that's hot and something that's cold. All right. Well, I know what's hot, and it's cold. Does that make sense? Man, we got ice-cold Trey. Uh, you may not have noticed with all the football out there, but ice-cold Trey Young, five straight games of 30-plus points and 10-plus Making him shiver, Buck. He's averaging 28 points and 11 assists a game. Ice cold Trey is red hot right now. And uh, Harper, nobody's paying attention to that. Well, you know, in, in the middle of football season, you got the NFL playoffs, you got the college football playoffs. I know Christmas Day is usually NBA Day, but we have football on Christmas Day the last few years, and that kind of trumps basketball. Uh, 
We'll get with the NBA NBA after the new year. Come come talk to us after the new year. Well, I'll tell you what, Trey's just, uh, he's tearing it up right now. He is, he really Nobody's is. really paying attention. All right, something that's cold. Well, my goodness, that's got to be the Detroit Pistons. Ha! I mean, the Detroit Pistons. When was the last time they won a game? My goodness, they've now lost 25 games in a row. That's unimaginable in the NBA. And now the NBA all-time record is losing 26 games in a row. So they are one game away, one loss away of tying the all-time NBA record. I don't think they've won a game since October, early October. Ow. I mean, let, let me be real here, and that's what we try to do on this show is keep it real, as the kids are saying. The 680 fan rec league basketball team could beat the Detroit Pistons no, we've right We've got some now. hoopers around here, Buck, no doubt about that. So that's that. Well, Pistons on the verge of history. We wish them luck in their endeavors. How about uh, Trey Young, though? He's killing it. Yeah, yeah as you were talking about, that, that little skid, the, the Hawks went on a nasty little skid there uh, the last couple of weeks, but they're playing much better over the last uh, week or so, so that's exciting. Uh, back to football, Buck. You got sources everywhere. We know that. What are your Chicago people telling you about what the uh, what the Bears are planning to do with this number one pick that they're in line to have, thanks to the Panthers? So you're asking me what the Chicago Bears will do with their number one pick. Well, yeah, that's what I said. And somebody's thinking they're not going to have the number one pick. Well, of course they are. They've got the Charlotte Panthers pick. And the Panthers, the worst team in football, they are guaranteed to have the first pick. So the Bears will get the Panthers pick. And here's what my sources in Chicago are telling me. Yeah, I do have some sources in Chicago. And here's the deal. The Bears will trade Justin Fields, probably to an AFC team, and they will draft Caleb Williams with the first pick of the NFL draft. And that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, it sounds like a pretty solid plan to me, for being honest. Sir. And, you know, I won't reveal so you said the an name AFC. of my source. Ah. But he's a... Did he used to play for the Bears? He's one of the legendary Chicago Bears uh, players. I think I have an idea who you might be so, yeah, talking about. So, yeah, I do have some sources in Chicago. So Shout out to the Buckhead. So they won't trade him to the Atlanta Falcons. I was gonna, yeah, you said an, yeah. an AFC team, right? Okay. No, we're not. They're not going to trade Justin Fields to the Atlanta Falcons. And you know why? It's because the Falcons know that Justin Fields, at one point in time in college, played for the Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> no and the way Falcons never take any of the Georgia Bulldog players. Oh, Buck. All right. Let's move to baseball. Uh, signing still going on, Buck. Are you bumming about the Dodgers signing? Okamoto. No, no, no. Takahashi. <laughs> oh, no. It's Yamamoto, I believe, that they signed over there in L.A. Are you, are you a right. little disappointed? So you're asking me if I'm bummed out about the Dodgers signing Yamamoto. Okamoto. Not Okamoto. Yamamoto. And it's not Takahashi, it's Yamamoto. You're going to get me confused here, DT. Yeah, Yamamoto to the Dodgers. How you feeling? Well, you know, the thing, what I'm thinking is, you know, Stan Kasten, who's the president of the Los Angeles Dodgers, he used to run the Hawks and the Braves here in Atlanta. And knowing Stan, I'm just stunned that Stan has always been known as sort of a cheapskate. That he's writing checks like this out in L.A. And I know the Dodgers have more money than most. 
but they have spent, talk about a Christmas shopping spree. The Dodgers have spent over a billion dollars on this shopping spree. I'm just blown away with the fact that Stan Caston, who's a lovely man, has written those big checks. Yamamoto to the Dodgers. And look, let me say this. I still believe you can't buy a championship. The Mets have been trying to do that for decades, and it never works. So I'm not I'm not picking the Dodgers to win the World Series this year. And there's no way, no way you can be in L.A. and be the Dodgers and not spend that kind of money. You have to if you're going to be relevant in that city. Yeah, I mean, they got Otani, they got Yamamoto, Boate, Japan. They're going to be tuned in to Dodgers baseball this yeah, year. Between that TV contract and the fact that they're basically not paying Otani, yeah, they got some uh, some money to throw around. So, with that in mind, Buck, when are the Braves going to add a starting pitcher? So, you're asking me when the Braves are going to add a starting pitcher. Will they? We need that. Huh? We have the bullpen. Feeling pretty good about the bullpen, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love the Braves' uh, starting lineup. I mean, one through eight, when you look at the players we're putting on the field every day, nobody's got a better lineup than we do. Our bullpen, I mean, Anthopolis has done a great job addressing the bullpen during this offseason. Now, we still need another quality starter. And I don't believe we're going to add it during the free agency period. I believe it's going to happen months ahead of us when the trade deadline shows up this summer. That will be the time where Anthopolis will go out, he'll make a trade this summer, and then bring in for the stretch run into the postseason, we'll bring in one of these top-of-the-line rotation guys. That's my prediction. Top 5 on 680 The Fan, Atlanta's sports station. And there's the top 5 today. Yeah, and I think we're going to see the last of Max Freed in this upcoming season, too. <clears throat> I just don't think the Braves are going to pay Max Freed market value. And so he'll probably be the next guy to sign with the L.A. Dodgers. I've been, I've been preparing for this breakup for a couple of years, Buck, and I still don't know if I'm going to be ready to, to see Max Freed. I tell Freed. you, Max Freed handles it better than most. <sighs> most people, most employees would be thinking, you know, I'm worth this, and they're paying me way less than what I'm worth, they would have a bad attitude. Max Freed Dude is still a with a great attitude. He's a warrior. I, I think we're going to win every time they give that ball to Max Freed. I just hope he can get past that blister situation one more year. DT, we got time for the Bulldog Roundtable? is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Baloo. 25-20, far sideline, 15-10-5, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, Georgia Pack and Load, Finley Roofing, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. says you need to hurry. Well, I'll tell you what, if Fennerin and Michaels yeah. had gone three minutes over on their show. I think that's fair, Buffy. You, you I can would stretch be on out. time, so why not <laughs> Nick and Chris and their show, they go on three minutes late. I think that's like fair. Like I had to do. 
Uh, so Carson Beck has signed a new NIL deal with Norcross-based Associated Credit Union. He's already got zero FG Energy drink. Also uh, a deal in place there. And I saw his, uh, his valuation industry term is now at $1.1 million. Imagine being a, high, uh, being a college kid and you're making over a million dollars to play football. Talk about not getting any better than that. That's based on performance, influence, social media, and exposure, Georgia football. Uh, speaking of Georgia, got the Orange Bowl coming up against Florida State. Uh, Dogs, a 14-and-a-half-point favorite in the game. And you might be thinking, how can that be? Florida State, they're going to be angry about getting left out of the college football playoffs. They went undefeated. They won the ACC. But let me give you a list of, of Florida State's players <clears throat> that has decided to opt out of the bowl game. Uh, because of injury or because they're getting ready for the NFL draft. So their quarterback, Jordan Travis, won't play in the game. He had his leg snapped in half. You know, that happened to me against Auburn back in the day. They snapped it like a dry twig. Jordan Travis won't be playing in the game. And his go-to wide receiver, Keon Coleman, all-American wide receiver, has opted out. He's going to get ready for the NFL draft. Also, the other go-to receiver, Johnny Wilson, he's opted out to get ready for the NFL draft. Edge rusher Jared Verse, who's got about 50 sacks, it seems like, this year. He'd look good in a Falcons uniform, I'm just saying. He's opted out to get ready for the NFL draft. They're running back Trey Benson and tight end Yaheem Bell have also opted out of the game. So let me just say that there are six best players. Five of them have said, nah, man, there's no way I'm playing Georgia. I got a chance of getting hurt. I'm going to make the move to the NFL. Five of those six have decided I'm not playing against the Dogs in the Orange Bowl. One can't play, and that is the big-time quarterback. So no wonder Georgia's a 14-and-a-half-point favorite in the game. By the way, speaking of Georgia, now, I wouldn't expect Brock Bowers to play. I could be wrong now. I mean, Brad Bowers is a different kind of cat. He might. We might see Bowers play one more game in spite of the fact he's already a top-ten pick in the upcoming draft. But also, Kamari Lasseter, who looks like a, a first-round cornerback selection, he's not opted out. Uh, you got Cedric Van Pran, Granger. Looks like a first-round pick at center. He has not opted out. Kendall Milton, the running back, has not opted out. Rosemary Jack Saint, the receiver. Lad McConkey, the receiver. None of those guys have opted out yet. So there's a chance that all of those guys are going to play for Georgia. So there's some people right now saying, give me Georgia minus the 14-and-a-half. Florida State, look out, brother. You think you've been miserable not making the college football playoffs? Wait until the Orange Bowl. It's not going to be a happy time. All right, this on the other side, hours. we'll come back. I've got my picks of the week, and we've been red hot. I should have mentioned that in the top five. Got that coming up next. You got the Buck Baloo Show here on the fans, 680 and 93.7. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Merry Christmas.
Christmas, everybody. You got the Buck Blue Show here on the Fan 680 and 93.7. We are live from coming at Fagan's Biscuit Barn. And we're going to be hanging around after the show from 11 to 1. We'll do the lunch thing, too, here. Selling and signing my book, Inside the Hedges. Right now, though, we got to get the picks of the week. DT. Oh, yeah, Buck, I don't have an open for you, but I do have your, uh, I'll have your Bucks Blues Picks of the Week. <laughs> that is awesome, DT. All right, on the season. You, yeah, you've been on a hot streak, Buck. You had a, a, a shaky you. start, but you have really been picking some games over the last month or so. Yeah, on the, the season, I'm 25-16-1 against the spread. 14-4 and four over the last six weeks. So we've been red hot here. Uh, so we've got the Gasparilla Bowl tonight in Tampa. Got Georgia Tech taking on UCF. UCF, a four-and-a-half point favorite in the game. And I tell you, I'm looking forward to seeing these quarterbacks play. Two dual-threat quarterbacks. You got Haynes King, who's really uh, stepped up his game at Georgia Tech. And you got John Rice Plumley at UCF. Both these guys can throw it and run it. And neither one of these defenses can stop the run. I'll tell you what, I like Tech. And I like them to lose. Classic. I'll take UCF and I'll give up the four and a half. All right, got the Las Vegas Bowl coming up tomorrow. That is Utah taking on Northwestern. Northwestern started the year with their coach getting fired because of all that hazing that was going on. And I thought for sure, you know, they won one game last season. And with all that hazing controversy and the coach getting fired, I'm stunned that Northwestern comes in on a three-game winning streak, 7-5 and five on the season. Utah, six-point favorite, 8-4. and four. And Whittingham, in my opinion, one of the top coaches in college football. Bryson Barnes will be the starting quarterback, and then he's going to transfer. Whittingham, his Utah teams are 11-5 and five in bowl games. Got a really tough defense. I'm going to ride with Utah. I'll give up the six. One game out of the National Football League. Lions minus three in Minneapolis taking on the Vikings. Lions can lock up the division title, the NFC North, with a victory. And if they do that, it'll be the first time in 30 years the Lions have won the NFC North. Vikings trending down. They've lost three of the last four. I'll take the Lions and give up the three. They'll win this one like 28-20. to 20. I think you nailed it. There are the picks of the week. Time for the final word. Brought to you by Howard Brothers. Keeping Georgia green since 1955. All right, my final show of the year. I want to say Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And a big thank you to the staff at 680 The Fan. The sales team does such a great job. 680 staff like Harper here. We've been riding their coattails all year long. Big thank you to the listeners. Wouldn't be here without you. Hope you guys have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. 
And uh, we've got the Schumann Farms Buck Blue Book Giveaway uh, prize pack we're going to do right now. We'll take the third caller at 404-231-1680. Schumann Farms, they are the official sweet onion of the Georgia Bulldogs and the Blue Kitchen. So you'll get a signed copy of my book, Inside the Hedges, and the Schumann Farms gift bag to the third caller right now. And we're going to be signing books here from 11 to 1 at Fagan's Biscuit Barn. If you don't have a chance to swing by and you would like, make a great Christmas gift to that Bulldog fan in your family, you can purchase that at InsideTheHedges.com. want to thank Fagan's, my favorite coffee shop. And the best breakfast place and lunch spot. You're going to back me up on this, right, Harper? Yeah, Fagan's is just tremendous. want to thank their ownership for having me in today. And thanks to my family for showing up, family and friends. Nick and Chris are coming up next. Stick around for that. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, everybody. We'll talk to you you in 2024. Thank you, See ya. Hey, it's Finn, and if you've been listening to 680 for long, you know that I'm a big fan of Audi Atlanta. That's where I got my Audi Q8 e-tron, which I absolutely love. And it's the only dealership I would recommend to my friends and my family. And here's why. For one, Audi Atlanta has a great selection of luxury vehicles. They helped me find the exact SUV I was looking for, and the purchase was super easy. A fully transparent experience catered to me. The same experience they provide all their customers And here's one more reason that makes Audi Atlanta so special. During the month of April, Audi Atlanta will make a donation to Enduring Hearts for every vehicle sold. Thanks to the efforts of Enduring Hearts, children with heart transplants are living longer and healthier lives. Get the Audi you've always wanted while supporting a great cause. To learn more about Enduring Hearts and to view our current specials, visit AudiAtlanta.com to start or complete your entire purchase online. Or shop Audi Atlanta in person like I did on Peachtree Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Together, we have the the power to make positive changes that could last a lifetime. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.